Who out there ready to turn up right now? Here we go. You are now tuned into the Link Up Society with Lauren Rhines. What we got for him? Talking about real life situations, providing real life solutions, connecting musicians with the people, artists sharing their music. Check this out. Their inspiration and giving their advice. Let's go. This is the Link Up Society. All right, welcome, welcome. This is the Link Up Society, and I am your host, Lauren Rise. All right, y'all, so today we have a very special guest in the house. Um, he goes by the name of Trackstar. He is straight out of Dallas. Oh, uh, triple D. Hold up. Texas. From my head to my toes, everything go, baby, I'm the real deal. I'm the real damn deal. And I'm trying to stack a meal. And I'm trying to stack a meal. Coming straight out the land. Oh, Hey, what it do, man? It's Young Track, man. Straight out of North Dallas, baby. What's up? What's up? Man, well, I appreciate you so much for coming out here and being a part of the Link Up Society. I appreciate you having me. It's all good. It's a pleasure. Born and raised in Dallas? Uh, I was born in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Born in Brooklyn. And I was raised in Northeast Dallas. All right. And so, I mean, so you've been rapping. How long have you been rapping? How, how long have you been in the music industry in Dallas? Um, I mean, I've been rapping all my life. You know, I've been doing music all my life. You know, really taking it serious and really just putting my foot down as a solo artist. Mm -hmm. Maybe now, like, maybe I'll say strong four or five years. Four or five years. Okay. Okay. And how have you, I mean, what, so because you've been doing it all your life, do you think Dallas is a good place to, like, get inspired? Because I know... I don't know, back in, what, the early 2000s, I know they had, like, a, a lot of people coming out, like, with the row, and then, I guess, even before that, you had, like, DSR on the rap scene and all of that, but, so would you say, like, that inspired you, or just rap in general? Uh, I love the artists that came out of Dallas, you know, uh, I respect the row, you know, I respect the row, he gets all the respect for him, because he's a hustler, you know, mm -hmm. no doubt. But um, I, I respect all the people who come from Dallas, but, you know, especially, like, Big Tuck, you know what I'm saying? I, I love Big Tuck's music. Yeah. Um, But, you know, a lot of my inspiration come from other rappers, though, to be honest with you, just like uh, like like UGK. Yeah. I like E-40. I like Too Short. I like, like, all, I like all that West Coast 80s, 90s, 2000 West Coast. You know what I'm saying? I like all of that. Yeah. Uh, all our down south, they come from the 90s and the 2000s, all the early down south. You know what I'm saying? And some of that East Coast stuff too, though. I like some of that East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So is that so that being said, so just, you know, you, you pull inspiration from everybody. I mean, not everybody, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, from everything. You know, I mean, and, and sometimes my inspiration don't even come from music. It be coming from other things. You know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes it come from it come from things I done went through in life. You know what I'm saying? Just just good things, bad things, the pain and the and the, you know everything. But you know those people, I really love Pimp C, man. Yeah, love <laughs> Pimp C with a passion. You know? What do you like about him? Pimp C was just a real. You know what I'm saying? I felt it when he rapped. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I love Tupac, man. I love Tupac. Yeah, is it the same, like the same reason just because you could... Like, yeah, I could feel it, them? you know yeah. what I'm saying? I could feel it. Like sometimes when I listen to them niggas, man, they give me chills when they say certain things, you know? It just... And they speak about 
They be speaking about real situations that you can actually get into. You see what I'm saying? They give you information, man, on, you know, on shysty people, on women, on the game, on the streets, on life. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they give you insight, man. They really spitting some game. But these niggas today, <laughs> man, I don't know what they talking about. <laughs> I don't know what they saying, man. <laughs> like literally, like you can't understand them, or even when you can, you like what? Man, what did fool just say? All I know is the club is crunk, yeah. and that's cool. <laughs> but you ain't really getting no substance, man. I, you know, call me old school or whatever you want to call me, man. But I'm gonna keep on spitting songs that you can, uh, that you can understand what the hell I'm saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right, because in your mind's like, what's the point? Like, if you can't understand me, then my message's not getting out there, right? At all. You know what I'm saying? At all. Like, what you even listening to me for? You must just like the beats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, but I think, because you have a lot of those old school rappers who are changing up, though, right? Just to, to be on the wave, because they want the That's listener. That's where they messing up. You they need to so? keep on doing what the hell they been doing. You see what I'm saying? That's not your lane, fool. Your lane yeah. is what nigga what I grew up listening to now. Your old ass, <laughs> no, you ain't supposed to be doing what these new niggas doing, man. Come on, man. Stay in your path, man. That's what people listening to you for. They want to hear something. Nigga, your fan base is us. Shit. Yeah. And you gotta realize it ain't these young ass cats. They don't want to hear you, nigga. They ready to listen to uh whoever these little niggas with these tattoos on their face. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, they ready to listen to them. Yeah. Shoot. And it is what it is. Yeah, I don't see because I'm like, man, I know it's hard. Like to be an artist, I have all the utmost respect for musicians and artists because it is it's got to be hard. Because I feel like either you switch up with the times, like you switch up with the people, so you like one way, and then people are like, oh, we want to hear something different, and then you switch up, and then they, and then they on to the next thing, and then you switch up again, or you can just be true to you and just build your fan base like that. Yeah, if like, it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, like, um, just take Nipsey Hussle, for example. Okay. Right? He wasn't with none of that mumble jumble ass stuff they knew these <laughs> niggas doing. He he was a he was a new dude, as such as myself. We were close in age mm-hmm. and uh on some old school music. He was doing old school vibe. That was that was a nine that was a nineties vibe right. that he had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His whole swag, whole vibe was all 90s. It was a it was 90s West Coast music what he was doing and it didn't it didn't it was in the same it was in the midst of what, what the Migos was doing. Right. What, what everybody else was doing. You see what I'm saying? But he he still, you know what I'm saying? Um he stood he stood he stood in the late 2000 2019s doing this damn 1999 music. You see You're what I'm right. saying? People was feeling it. And people loved it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. If that's how you came in, that's how you got to go out, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't come in here dancing and then you want to be a gangster rapper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't going to work, bro. Right. True. It ain't going to work because we don't believe you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You can't yeah. be a, a new era rapper and, you know, and then you want to do a straight 2000s, 90s rap type songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to do your shit. 
You got to do your shit. You know, Migos got to keep doing the Migos shit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Future got to keep doing his future shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign got to keep doing keep Ty Dolla Sign. No, yeah, I did that. As because soon as y'all start crossing paths, yeah. that's when shit start getting messed up. Yeah, definitely. So how would you describe the music that you create? Um, you know, I just, I mean, I say what I feel, man. What I, what I, what I want. You know what I'm saying? And it's just soul music, to be honest with you, more than anything. Because, you know, when I when I submitted to my distribution company, they always ask you, what kind of music is this? And they give you a list of things on there. And you can't really say what you hear you want to say. Because it ain't... I, I put my music in as, like, soul funk. Like, play a soul funk music, man. It's like a lot of words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't just no... It ain't it ain't nothing that everybody else is doing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, with that, because you're right, that's, that's saying a lot. Play a soul funk. So <laughs> what is your creative process like? Because it just sounds like, man, how do you, like, how do you do that? I might not look, I might not record like right, right now. I, I, I finished that album. I might not record for a whole year. Shoot. I'm just going to go through life and earn experiences. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to go through life. It's going to put me through different situations. And through those situations, I write songs. And how I write my songs is I create a hook. I go through a situation, a hook come to me. Mm-hmm. I go record the hook. I put it on reserve. You see what I'm saying? As soon as okay. I got like 13, 14 hooks, you know what I'm saying? Then I start doing filling up with verses. And I just, through that whole year, I got a lot of more shit to talk about. So now I got all these verses I could fill it up with, and that's how I go. You know what I'm saying? That's how I make my albums. I don't know how everybody else make their albums, but you know, I just go through life and I earn my experiences. Mm-hmm. Just I dealing like with everything, baby mama, <laughs> 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 just women. You know, mm-hmm. just life, the struggles, the ups, the hustle, the 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 everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes, you know, shoot, it just it just come to me. And you know, mm. I'll be listening to the hooks, hooks, I'll be listening to a hook. I might li- write a song, I might write a song this year, right? A hook mm-hmm. this year. It might not use it until six years later from now. Cause a lot of them songs from this album, I I, I wrote them songs years ago. And, and I just been having them hooks on reserve and the words for the songs didn't come to me until now. You know? So that's yeah. how it came. Okay. No, that's dope. And you know what? And I would have never thought that it took, you know, like the process is so long because once you put out an album, and I think it's with most people, like we thinking, man, like he just came out with that because the album just came out. Right. So, and you know, not even knowing name, that was like years in the making, you know, especially for somebody who likes to, who likes to talk about stuff that's real, you know, and not, I guess, living vicariously exactly. through other people's stuff. So it's like, oh, man, you do have to, like you said, earn your experience. Like a guy told me, he's like, man, I like what you're doing, man, but you need to be dropping like four mixtapes a year. I'm like, nigga, four mixtapes a year? <laughs> I'm like, bro, bro, I'm giving away music at that point, bro. Nigga, one album a year, bro. One album a year. I could do that. I, that's 10, 12 songs. Nigga, I got to... Go through life experiences. I just can't be coming on here talking about popping mollies, man. Right, yeah. <laughs> man, because that's not the type of thing I am. I like to work out and drink water. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, so you have three albums out. Right. Um, I guess, when did you? When did your first album come out? And what's the name? 
uh, it was titled Players Life Volume One, uh, Track Star to Pete. Okay. I think I put that out in 2016. 2016, okay. 2016. And um, I mean, it was just about, you know, Prior to that album, uh, I was straight in the streets, man. I was straight in the streets, and I was dealing with multiple things, you know. And I had a couple women I was dealing with who kind of turned me on to some pimping, you know what I'm saying? So I had some experiences. So, so it was real. I mean, that's that's real. Just because you don't hear that now. I mean, like like you said, you know, people that you were talking about, like Pimpsy and all that, like they was talking about Pimp, but don't nobody talk about that. So we think like that whole game is non-existent. Man, look, I'm going to tell you something. The tongue is the tongue is so lethal. If you talk about something so much, it yeah. might just come to you. And you know what? I was making songs about pimping before I was even really even pimping. And then it came to me and then I'm like, nigga, I'm pimping. <laughs> And, and, you know, and it just happened like that. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I still remember old girl Yellow Bond at a gas station. But, you know, I'm going to leave that situation alone <laughs> talk about that another time. But, uh, you know, I had a couple of them, you know what I'm saying, around that time. And then I started, now I made the music. I put the words to the music. The words became real, mm -hmm. you know. And, and that was a phase in my life. I went through that phase. And I realized, you know, I ain't really, that's not really what I want to do all the way. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hustler. However, I gotta get my paper, man. I'm gonna get it, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, during that time, I was doing multiple things. Along with that, I chose to uh, talk about that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and I like I I listened to all the albums, so I can feel that from the first album and then transitioning to your second album. Like, you could tell that it was a different situation just by the music and what you were talking about. Right. Because it's like, I mean, it's not a 180, but you're not talking about pimping as much, you know, but but it is still about the hustle and all that. Right. So, that's... Yeah, because you know what? Mm -hmm. Me and old girl fell out, right? Mm -hmm. So, I went back to I what the fuck, what I know, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I went back to my... I went back to... The pavement, you know what I'm saying? So shit, my stories became different because I went through a different. I went through another dough, you know what I'm saying? She went through this dough. It didn't work out. Okay, cool, bye. All right, and I went through this dough, and I'm still gonna get my cheese. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's how that happened. And then a player's life volume two, land of the trio came. Land of the trio, yeah. yeah. I think that's one of my favorite songs on there too. Oh yeah, you know my son loves that song. For real, he loves. He know the whole word, the yeah. whole song. <laughs> yeah, and that one actually. So tell us a little bit about that album because that one actually you have uh quite a few more features in there. So I don't yeah. know if that's you know just from. I got a uh, who I got on. I got I got Stunner Boy Teats on there. He's on mm -hmm. uh Real Players. Yeah. yeah. And I got Finesse Lucci on Money to Make. Uh, I believe that's the only feature I got. I got two features on there. So I don't really like to use a lot of features. Okay. Why? Is there a reason or you just... Well, I, I was in the music. I was in a group. Okay. I was in a group, man. And people, man, I'm trying to tell you, man. People, it's hard to work with people, man. It's hard to work with one producer because mm -hmm. he going to end up acting like a bitch. It's hard to work with another person in a group because he going to end up acting like a bitch. 
you know? <laughs> when you say acting like a bitch, like, what does that mean? Because I can't, like, everybody, <laughs> like, the producer, like, the feature, everybody. Producer going to think he own you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you stick to one producer, he going to think he own you. He going to think he created this sound. No, nigga, it came out of my voice, nigga, on your beat. Shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't mess with one producer and I handpick my producers and I and I buy beats from whoever the hell I want. I might not even never even seen this cat. He might be all the way in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> but he done made a beat that I like and I'ma buy it. And I might got on that album, I might got like eight producers on that hoe. They none of them seen my face. You know what I'm saying? None of yeah. them actually seen me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'd rather do it like that. I'd rather be the one who's created with the music. You see what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, producer don't own me, bro. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I'm not knocking no producers who got relationship with artists like that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I just ain't found one cool enough to fuck with on a personal level yet. I, you know, my brother a producer, and I didn't mess with all kind of hot producers in Dallas. So, yeah. you know, I'd rather buy my beats off them niggas from the internet. Oh, yeah. God. Okay, and is is it like that through the whole like all three albums that that you have out? All three albums, I didn't have nobody in the room when I was recording or nothing like writing. I did all that three albums by my damn self with no not a soul in this. Only thing I did was drop to my knees and ask God to give me the words when I started writing. That's it. Nobody else did nothing. The producer gave me the beat after I bought it. You know what I'm saying? And after that, I put it up in my computer. Mm-hmm. I put my voice I put my voice in there, and I sang on them tracks. I rapped on them tracks. I edited them tracks. I engineered them tracks. I mastered them tracks. I put the album together. I put the interludes together. I wrote the, every damn thing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, producer, all he did was make the damn beat. That's yeah. All. Well, man, I mean, that is amazing, but I, most people can't do that. I mean, because that definitely was... There was a learning curve to that, right? Oh, yeah, like it for was. Sure. Just, I mean, yeah. I mean, and if you listen to album number one, all the way to album number three, mm-hmm. you could you could kind of see the kind of the growth. Yeah, yeah you know, definitely. On, you know, on as far as how how I wrote and record and mixed and mastered. You see what I'm saying? You could see the growth in it. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah, it's most definitely been it's been a, a it's been some work. It's yeah. some work. You know what I'm saying? But now I know exactly what I want to sound like. I know exactly you know, what what uh what effects sound good on my voice. I know mm-hmm. exactly what kind of echoes I want, you know. I know I know what I want. You know, yeah. that's the whole problem though with a lot of rappers. They know how to rap, but they don't know what the hell they want. You know what I'm saying? They ain't they don't know. They don't know. So they got to have a producer. Shit. Yeah, you're right. They have to be dependent on somebody. Right. And that's probably why the producer, like 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 you said, uh, you know, he think he owns it because you don't know any better. Exactly. So he's going to step in there, he's going to do if everything. If he on the computer, if he's the one on the computer, whoever on the computer doing all the work, going to feel like they own the shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I said, you know what, nigga, give me, I'm about to go, give my damn mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna go over here and get my own damn computer and I'm going to be the only one owning this shit. You know, to be honest with you, that's the way it should be. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be an artist, it should come from you. You know what I'm saying? 
But I mean, to each his own. You know, I'm going to do everything that I could do. You know, I can't make no beats. It's some niggas that can make beats, rap, and sing, and uh, dance, and, dance and, and engineer. <laughs> mix. He could, I see, I got one element missing. I can't make no damn beats. Not, but I, if I put my mind to it, if I really put my mind to it, I could make the damn beats. Yeah. I just ain't had the energy or the time to do that. I got so many, so much other things I'm focusing on. You know what I'm saying? So I got to leave something for somebody else to do. Yeah. <laughs> somebody no, got to get paid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Okay. So um, with your new album, tell us when that, when that dropped, because that was some recent. Okay. I dropped that uh, January 11th, uh, 2020. Okay. And, uh, All right. I pick eleven because um, eleven eleven is just a, a a lucky number for me. So. All right. Well, any? I mean, I'm sure there's a story behind that. <laughs> I mean, I see eleven eleven all the time. You know, I don't know. I probably a lot of other people see it. I see eleven eleven all the time. I start seeing eleven eleven when my father passed, and so I don't know if everybody noticed. You know, from uh. Uh, my dad was still a. Well, I think my dad was still around on that first album, but um, he passed on the second album. The second album, I got eleven eleven in there. I got eleven eleven on the cover. I got eleven eleven on the cover on on the third album too. So it's really hidden. You can't really see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I got it. If you look at the light on the back of the Beamer, you'll see eleven eleven in the Beamer. A few moments later, you see it. Oh, I do. I do see. It. <laughs> Yeah, now if you go now if you go on, on album number two, right, it should be back there on uh LeBron's back. Oh yeah, I see you it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So But you're right, nobody would ever. I mean, I didn't see it. I looked at them albums for like the last week. Yeah. I mean, you know, average person ain't gonna notice it, but you know, somebody who's been seeing eleven eleven gonna see it. They're gonna be like, damn, they got eleven eleven on this album, eleven eleven on this album. See, I see it everywhere. Like the other day when we went to the gym, bro. This dude was in the I didn't say nothing. But I, I kept looking at him. He probably was looking at me like, Nick, why does he keep looking at me? <laughs> but he had a Michigan shirt on. It had 11 on the front and 11 on the back. I was like, damn, I can't get away from this 11-11. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. So that's why I put it on there, man. I just feel like, you know, when I see them numbers, I feel like I'm at peace and everything's all right. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. So what is the, I guess, what's, what's the underlying story of this album? This album? Be like me. Um, well, what encouraged this album was a song from my uh, first album, right? I had a song called Shiesty, right? Mm-hmm. And I put a video to it, and I put it out. Everybody liked it. It got a, it got a nice amount of views on YouTube and my Facebook page and shit. But um, another dude that I know from Dallas... Went and wrote a song called Shiesty and put a video out to it. And, and this is a guy, man. I ain't going to say his name, but this is a guy that we go to the club together, man. We, we go out, we hang out together. His friends is my friends, my friends is his friends. We know each other. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you really want to use the damn song, man, you just could have came and hollered at me, man. So I'm like, man, I feel like these niggas want to be like me. Uh. Shit. So I <laughs> named the album Be Like Me. Because yeah. these niggas out here stealing my shit. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. Shit. I ain't stealing nobody's shit. Somebody might say, oh, he sound like Pimp C. But, nigga, I ain't stealing Pimp C words. Nigga, all these words is mine. 
Yeah. Pimp C didn't have nothing to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I ain't stealing nobody's songs. Oh right. God. Right. Yeah. Would you do you have a favorite album out of the three? I like man, the favorite album out of three. I ain't gonna hear no, I, I like the latest one the best. Yeah. I like the latest one the best. It's the latest me. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So I like that one the best. And it's always progression, right? So it's always progression, you know? And I feel like it's the truest, it's the truest album out of all the three. It's the it's the realest one. You know, if anybody really know me and they really know what the hell I done been through and what I done did in Dallas, they know it's the realest one. Yeah. Shoot. So that's what I feel like I like that one the best. Okay. Yeah. So being from Dallas and then I guess coming up through just our knowing the ins and outs of like Dallas music, would you say is, I mean, is it hard? Is it, you hell know, yeah, it's hard. It's yeah. hard as hell. It's hard. Especially when, when people in Dallas got clicks, you know, it's like clicks and, and you know, and if you ain't a part of this click, we ain't letting you in. You don't type shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas in, I'm going to tell you, Dallas is Haterville. <laughs> that, <laughs> Dallas I mean, is Haterville. Dallas is, I love my city. But uh-huh. Dallas is Haterville. Niggas in Dallas hate on each other. I don't know why. Because I don't know, like when you, I mean, for somebody like me who's looking in, you know, I'm not in, but I'm looking in, it would seem like, you know, if one person get on from Dallas, then he would lift the other, the, the next person up. Cause that's kind of how it seemed like they do in the majority of, of the cities, you know, like if I'm on, I'm, I'm going to bring my brother on Man, and he going to bring him on. If, and if we I all was gonna anywhere eat. else in this country, a nigga would already then said, look, they come, you coming with me. You know what I'm saying? But since I'm in Haterville, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get it out the mud. You know what I'm saying? That's what I've been doing. And they seeing it, you know, and they can't, even the haters got to respect it. Like, man, this nigga keep on going. This nigga on his third out, man. When he gonna stop? Man, fuck. This nigga gonna fuck around and make it. Make it, nigga. <laughs> they gonna fuck around and make what we gonna do then, nigga. Damn. <laughs> so, hey, I'm gonna keep on riding, nigga. Only way I'm gonna stop, nigga, is if I die, nigga. And even then, nigga, I got three albums out there that you gonna be able to hate on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know what? It's crazy that you say that because what would be the benefit in that for anybody? You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, like you make it big. You done came up through this whole thing. Then, you know, are you going to turn around and be like, you know, like checking for music and telling the next dude like, yo, I like your sound. You know, let let me put you on. I'm the type of nigga. See, this type of nigga I am. If I catch a blessing, like get get on in the rap music career and, and, and making millions of dollars. I'm the type of nigga that's going to come back to Dallas to bring... I'm going to find talent in my city, and I'm going to sign people. See, that's the thing I'm surprised that motherfuckers like Yellow Beezy and Trap Boy Freddy and all these niggas ain't doing, you know? 
That's why I feel like we still ain't got no motherfucking T.I. We still ain't got no motherfucking uh, Jay-Z. Like, we still ain't got no motherfucking E-40. We still ain't got no motherfucking Snoop Dogg. Because these niggas ain't stand up. These niggas is still rocking Louis Vuitton. These niggas ain't putting out their own clothing lines. They getting all this motherfucking money, giving it back to the white man, and talking about you the nigga. No, nigga, you ain't the nigga, nigga. You ain't came and signed nobody in your motherfucking city. Nigga, you ain't putting nobody else out. So you really a bitch-ass nigga. Shit. That's how you feel. That's Shit. how you feel about hey, it. Hey, it's too much talent in the city. Why motherfuckers, why we only got, why is it only four or, five, four or five faces? Not in Atlanta. In Atlanta, nigga, there's a whole roster of niggas that you can, that you can, uh, when you think of Atlanta. or And you go to California, it's a whole roster of niggas that you can, when you think of California. Or when you go to New York, it's a whole roster of niggas. That, why we only got four niggas in D-Town? That's some bullshit, bro. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, my nigga? What's the real deal, bro? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the politics, and it's the politics is some bullshit, but I'm going to keep on putting it up in their motherfucking face. Shit. Yeah. But you know what? The dudes that you just said, it's like all, all of those are young dudes, right? Like That don't matter. Young. That don't matter. They millionaires. Shit. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not saying to like in defense of them, but I'm just saying that young dudes, so you would see, like, cause all the dudes that you was ta- talking about from other cities, like E40 and your TIs, they're all old heads. Like they've been in it. So you would think like just coming up, I mean, just listening to that, that they would take note and do that same thing. So I'm kind of curious why don't I mean it's you know, why is it different in Dallas? Cause I mean it's a We in Haterville. <laughs> Niggas who in position want to stay in position. They don't want nobody else that they feel like can buck them out the way, get in that spot. They want to stay right there where they at. They want to keep the shine on them. Fuck everybody else. I'm a ride it. We, gonna, we got the ball type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of saying, man, man, that nigga over there got some, I like that nigga. That nigga got some talent, man. Uh, Man, get in contact with his people, man. Let's see if we can get that nigga signed to fucking whatever like record label you got. And yeah. and make something work, nigga. Shit. That's what Ludacris and them niggas was doing when they had the ball. Shit. Them niggas was signing niggas. So Ludacris had a whole staff of niggas. Yeah. 50 Cent had a whole G unit. <laughs> yeah. Man, niggas be tripping, bruh. <laughs> is that the... So, my next question was going to be, what is the one... Like, if you could change one thing about the industry, what would it be? Would that, you would, would, would that be it? No, nah, I wouldn't change that. Because I'm letting niggas be who they is. Okay. I keep it exactly how it is. And so people just know you got to get it out the mud if you're coming out of Dallas. You got to get it out the mud. You got to keep applying pressure. They ain't going to let you on. Shit. They ain't going to just let you on. Look, I done spoke to... Look, I'm known in the city. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know me. All the way up, nigga like Baby know who I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep on applying pressure. See, I just said a lot. You know, I ain't got to say no more. You know what I'm saying? They know who I am. Yeah. Shit. Everybody know who I am. Shit. Yeah. But, like, having those contacts, I mean, I'm saying, that should be good for your career. Especially, like, I mean, he the DJ, right? He in Haterville. Even the DJs? Not just the... (laughs) What? DJ the biggest (laughs) haters? What you talking about? Please. They got their own artists they want to push. Shit. And you ain't down with them from the get, please. I don't even talk to DJs, man. I don't. I don't go. I don't put. I don't put my shit in DJ's hand. That's not how I make my money. I don't know how I make my money. I make my money from from the from streams. 
from people who actually want to hear my music. You see okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I done went through that DJ shit as a young nigga. I went through that going to Rhythm City, going to this club, giving this nigga some money, giving this fuck all that, bruh. If you don't want to play the record, nigga, don't play the fucking record. If you want to play the record, play the fucking record, nigga. Because if I was the DJ, I'm going to play records. Nigga ain't got to give me no money. I'm, let me hear it. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to play it. Nigga, yeah. I'm a DJ. Nigga, that's what yeah. I do. I'm already getting paid to play this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, it is what it is. I don't give a fuck. Nigga, don't got to play my motherfucking record. I'm going to keep on. I'm be an underground king, nigga, because I'm getting money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, you're very, like, you're well-versed in how the internet is affecting music. Hell yeah, because I tell you right now, a nigga in the 90s had to work way harder to be underground than how I do. I ain't got to work that hard. All I got to do is follow a couple motherfuckers every day on Instagram. They going to come on my page be like, damn, nigga, your shit dope. And be in my DMs like, nigga, this video was hot, nigga. God damn, nigga, I'm from motherfucking Bangladesh, and I want to be a <laughs> rapper, too. I'm like, cool, shit. I want to have a six-pack like yours, nigga. Work out. <laughs> and there you go, shoot. There you go. You got you a fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got you somebody who's going to go on YouTube and listen to your video, watch your videos, and listen to your music. That's what really counts. I don't give a damn about these niggas. Yeah. Just about making people happy. Just about like Man. them really vibing out to what you're saying. I'm going to do what I love, and I'm going to put it out for people who want to fuck with it. That's yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, I ain't really expecting nothing else. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to work and hustle for everything I got to get. You know what I'm saying? So that's just how I'm going to go. You know, I had, I, it's a lot of things that could happen, you know, mm-hmm. that should happen that, that, that ain't. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, knowing me, people who know me know I come from a long line of musician motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And I ain't got to say who. You know? Yeah. But it is what it is. Like I said, some hate in the city. And shit, that hate be real, boy. Shit, that hate be real. Motherfuckers be wanting to see you die. (laughs) Motherfuckers want to see you go away. Shit. Yeah. Okay, so on on a more positive note, what is your, what do you like most about being in it? Like, about being in the music industry. Yeah, yeah. yep. I love just industry. I love doing music. You know, I love doing music. That's the way I that's an outlet for me. You know what I'm saying? More than anything, it's an outlet for me. I can really just express myself the best of my ability through my music. Now, how whatever I say on them records, if I said something about you, nigga, that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. For from what you done did to me. You see what I'm saying? And that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? If I love you, I love you. If I hate you, I hate you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. I'm expressing the best through my music. Yeah. Yep. Um, so for the for the people who are listening, you know who they're like, man, they they wanna get into it because just like you, they love music. They wanna get out there and express themselves. Um, but also I do feel like the majority of people who are trying to get into music are looking at dollar signs because every rapper you see on Instagram. As far as dollar signs, Uh you need to, it it can't be about money, man. It can't be about money. This shit cannot be about money right now. It's not, this shit is not designed for you to get rich in a year or whatever. You're going to have to put out, boy, it's some niggas that put out 20 albums. Shit. And still ain't where they need to be. You see what I'm saying? So 
I'm on my third one. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure it's some people looking, you know, paying attention because I know I'm spitting some real skills. I got some real skills. You know what I'm saying? But but it's still an everyday struggle, so you can't you can't expect to get rich. This ain't no uh this ain't no uh you can't expect to get rich overnight, man. This is a hustle. This is a really you better be about your paper outside of this. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Before you so you can be able to love this. You know what I'm saying? You can't do this shit broke or you're gonna make broke nigga music. So <laughs> hey, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. You know what I'm saying? It's possible. You know, you gotta be about your paper, man. And you gotta don't expect nothing from nobody, man. Don't expect no record deal. Don't expect no radio spins, nigga. Don't expect none of that shit. Just do your music, man. Do it how you feel, man. And and put that shit out, man. And the people who love it gonna gravitate towards you. Fuck everybody else. Fuck a feature. Nigga, fuck paying them hoes, man. Fuck that, man. Just do your <laughs> shit and let them people come. Shit. On God and pray to God. And before you do that shit, pray to God. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's real. That's That'll give them something to think about. <laughs> Um, so as far as you, you just put this album out. What's next? Like what what do you have planned? Like, Man, what? I got I just I just uh started a clothing line. Okay. It's called 486 Clothing, you know. It, um it's inspired by my neighborhood where I grew up and I came from. And um I just want to do something for everybody, you know. So that's gonna be my first avenue of, you know, I just I just felt like I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's really starting off at a good pace, you know? Yeah. It's already doing real well, you know what I'm saying? So, shout out to 486 Clothing, you know what I'm saying? Um, hmm, do you think, I mean, it's, it's doing well from your background, from being in the music industry, or just something totally different? Um, I think, you know, partially might be from some of my music, you know, and some of it is just from, you know, uh, street credibility, uh, mm-hmm. And then some of it's just from, you know, people who just like it, you know what I'm saying? Naturally, you know what I'm saying? Organically. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it either way. I like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> either way, I'm down with it. You know, I no, love definitely. It. Yeah. I've seen it. I mean, it look, it's real nice to me. I like it. I, I, I like the customization of it. Right. That's what I like because you, you know, just because you have that on don't mean everybody is going to have it on. You can right. have your you own. Right. You ain't looking like no, you know, robot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like everybody else, we got the same Tommy Hilfiger shirt on. I'm like, damn, man, I got the same shirt on, bro. Ain't in the same club. Go over there. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Very cool. So, um, with the music, real quick, do you perform still? Like, are you out here live? Do you uh, last time concerts? I performed was almost a year ago at a uh, fashion show. I don't do, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not finna, if it don't make no sense, I'm not finna do it, man. At this point, I'm not finna do it I'm often just go to an open mic where ain't nothing but a whole bunch of other rappers mm-hmm. that's gonna hate on you anyways. Ain't finna clap for you. Know your <laughs> shit tight. Finna be, it ain't like it's your fans. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it's just different. I'm often to go to them damn open mics, man. It don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Now, somebody give me some money, man, and then I'm coming. I don't give a damn if it's an open mic or not. At the end of the day, we all doing this to get paid. Every time I put a video on internet, I'm mm-hmm. getting paid. Every time I put the album on that hoe, I'm getting paid. So those are actions to get paid. Now, me go pick up a mic to go up in the club for free? Oh, yeah. no, man. Why am I going to do that? <laughs> now, you got to value yourself. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't make no sense. Lil Wayne ain't finna do it. Yeah. yeah. Migos ain't finna do it. DeRoe ain't finna do it. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, why you gonna do it, nigga? Why? Why you gonna pay somebody else to go perform? Now, that's some biggest backwards <laughs> bullshit I ever heard. Nigga told me, hey, man, you wanna come perform at the South by Southwest? I said, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Cool. Shoot. Oh, it's gonna be $300 for your slot. $300 for my slot? <laughs> nigga, I'll keep on sharing my video on the internet. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I was listening to a, um, I was listening to somebody. I forget the rapper, but um, he was talking about he was at South by Southwest, um, and he was speaking on on a collab actually. But he he was uh, in Austin, and he was talking about he was passing out CDs, mm-hmm. right? right? Passing out CDs. That makes sense. Is that? I mean, so people. I mean, even though you have all this internet, like you can be on SoundCloud and iTunes, oh, yeah. and all that, because but you're still out there passing out CDs. Oh hell yeah! Because let me tell you something. We in 2020, but everybody ain't in 2020 on the streets. Some of these niggas is in 1993, <laughs> 19, or t- 2005, 2001 Honda, 2003 Civic. You know what I'm saying? Some of these motherfuckers is driving old ass cars. You see what I'm saying? And they still got CD players in it. And I got a 2018 BMW, and that shit still got a CD player in it. So it makes sense. CDs are still valuable, bro. You okay. can still get your shit across with a CD on God because it's still niggas driving slab every day. It's a nigga riding a Crown Vic right now, nigga. And he got a CD player in that hoe. I, I, I bet he got a CD player in that hoe. Banging. Nigga got a whole CD player. You know, he got the CD visor. Nigga at the top with the <laughs> CD collection. He got a CD book in that bitch, nigga. That nigga got all the jam. That nigga got juvenile. <laughs> nigga, that nigga got... <laughs> And they got everything in that hole. Nigga got big ass speakers in the trunk. Nigga, nigga, this is that's what the CD for for them niggas. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was confused. Cause I don't. I I haven't listened to a CD in forever. But you know, he was talking about it. I was like, man, I guess people still rocking with CDs. Hell yeah, they rocking with CDs. Okay. So maybe that's something. Cause I don't know. I wonder if the generation, uh, like the younger generation, is on. The, like the generation who came up who wasn't listening to, to no, CDs. No, no, they ain't. Like they not. <laughs> They're not like if you like in your early twenties, yeah, and you, or in your teens, you ain't you barely you probably touched the CD two times. <laughs> you probably touched the CD two times. That's, uh, CDs to them is like uh, vinyl for us. You know what I'm saying? Vinyl records. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we seen it, but uh, we ain't really played. We ain't, we we seen our daddy in them with this grandma. Grandma had one of them things. <laughs> Like, nigga, you got a CD player, Dad? <laughs> I got an iPhone. Send right. me the link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, but CDs is good for people who still stuck in the past, man. There's still a whole bunch of niggas stuck in the past. Yeah. Shoot. Oh, God, nigga, because, shoot, it's a whole bunch of niggas driving old-ass cars who can put that CD player in there. Yeah. They're going to bang the shit out your CD, too, because I got a homeboy who come see me time to time. week. We chop it up. And he, I gave him a CD, right? Gave him a CD. He drive a, uh, a Blazer, right? Uh, you know, one of them older Blazers, yeah. right? You know, but he always come through and he always banging the CD. He got the CD and he always banging the CD. But I sent him the link to the new yeah. album on his phone. I said, hey, man, have you checked out the new album yet? He said, nah, man, you got to send me. You got to give me a CD. <laughs> <laughs> 
I said, right, I'm gonna burn your ass CD. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. So, okay. I don't know if you know, but so every time on the on one of the uh, Link Up Society episodes, we are we always do something called a society letter. Right. All right. So and that's we have guests or I'm sorry, we have uh, fans, listeners write in just about what's going on with them. Right. Right. And I always try to go through and match them up with somebody who I feel like who can speak on it. Right. All right. So I picked out this letter earlier and it's, you know, I mean, it is talking about some relationship stuff, but it's also talking about finances. And so just, you know, like, like I said, I always try to pick out something that you, you can speak on. So I'm going to read it real quick, and then I want you to give your advice. Okay. This person. All right. So, uh, dear Lauren, can you please help? All right. I'm not sure if I need financial advice or relationship advice. My problem is I am having financial problems because of my relationship issues. I have been in a relationship for two years that I'd hoped would lead eventually to marriage and a family, but I can't get past how my partner has no interest in or even learning how to do better. He is good to me, and I know he cares about me, but that's about all. I think he's a good person, but he doesn't care about the future, saving, investing, or anything like that. He cares about now and wants to live like there is no tomorrow. I don't know a lot about finance, but I knew enough to want to know more, and I want to do better. I thought that maybe I could be the money person in this relationship, but I'm finding it harder and harder to hide my annoyance with him when he spends his last dollar on a pair of Jordans instead of paying his electric bill. Oh, no. It's not that he's flashy. He just doesn't think it's important. He won't grow up. Now, I'm not stupid. I know that money is important in a relationship and that we need to be on the same page. I'm tired of arguing. I don't know how to get through to him, but at the same time, I don't want to lose him. What do I do? Sign, confused, but want a future. Wow. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is, a real, this is a real common situation in today's society, man. Because you know why? Mm. Men have lost their role. Especially in this black community, man. We done lost our role. Real men as real men, right? Mm -hmm. Because this is what I've seen, you know? And, and I've seen a lot of women taking care of niggas. Like, I be seeing that. And to yeah. be honest with you, I mean, and from her situation, mm -hmm. man, dude gonna spend his last on some J's and not the, not the light bill? <laughs> Come on now, baby. You, got, you could do better than that. You could do way better than that. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to look past him because... The way this situation going, you you say you having financial problems. Uh, when look, one person, okay, if it's one person, okay, I'm got I'm having financial problems. But when mm -hmm. another person come in, it's supposed to come in to make things easier. Mm -hmm. That's how you know when you got the right person. You know what I'm saying? They trying to make things easier for you. You trying to make things easier for them. When he don't give a damn about you about him. He's going to spend his last... He don't give a damn about you, so forbid y'all have kids. Come on, yeah. man. He's going to spend the kids' money. Come on, man. You got to get you somebody responsible, man. You know? I mean, I understand. Look what love got to do with it, bro. I mean, you got to find another love, to be honest. Because, look, I done, I done been in situations with women and that I liked, right? That I probably could see myself being with, right? Mm -hmm. But... 
They got bad spending habits. They got bad spending habits. They always broke. Like they always broke. You always you get some money, then you broke again. You get some money, then you broke again. You get some yeah. money broke. That's how your life gonna be if you stick with that person. <laughs> yeah. You gonna be broke for life. Then you are gonna be wake up at forty five years old, and you are gonna be like, man, get out of my house. Yeah. It's too late now. <laughs> Don't nobody want you no more. Yeah. So you better get rid of that nigga now. Shit. But you know what? I think as a woman, you know, like they have that nurturing side, that side that says, but I love him. He can change. I can make this work. You, you know, and that's, that's what she's talking you about. Can't make no, you can't make no man have no hustle in him. You see what I'm saying? You got to find a man that got that hustle in him already and that love you. And when he loved you and he got some hustle in him, he going to hustle harder. Boy, you'll see your fruits of your labor. You ain't going to see no fruits of no labor with no little boy who wants some J's. Shit. Shit. You're going to be able to see your fruits with a real man that's going to get out here and hustle for you. You see what I'm saying? Man, that, 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 I said what I'm supposed to say already. Yeah. Shit. So your advice would be, yo, you just need to leave this little boy alone and move on. Man, you need to or you're going to be in a financial bind for life. Because I'm gonna tell you, people don't change. People who are, they are who they are. People don't change. They is who they is. If if a nigga a cheater, that's what the fuck he is. He a cheater. He gonna cheat again, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If <clears throat> if she a thought, she gonna thought again, nigga. She gonna thought again. Nobody changes, man. I mean, cause even. That's hard. I'm not gonna lie. That's hard for me to believe. Like I feel people can get better. Like I, I don't know. Like I would like to think people can change. Cause what a sad world if nobody changes. Like that's you. That's who you are at 18. Same person at 25. Still got them characteristics though. You know what I'm saying? That's just like a. That's just like a a crackhead. A crackhead could go clean, but always fall back on that pipe. You see what I'm saying? Always fall back on that pipe. You know what I'm saying? Just get you a nigga who don't cheat in the first damn place. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Or, or get you a nigga who's saving money in the first damn place. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to get, man, you got to get what you are. You can't be, you can't be a saver and be with a motherfucker who's spending. Shit. Yeah. They going to say they going to spend all your money up, bro. Simple yeah. as that. I mean, I know because my mom and my dad were together and my mama was a saver. And my daddy was a spender. Now, my mama is a good, good woman. <laughs> because I would have left that nigga. Because <laughs> you ain't finna have us in a financial bind. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, and especially, you know what? I see your point. Especially if there's kids. She don't mention any kids in this letter. Not so yet. I'm, just, I'm, Not I'm, yet. I'm, I'm assuming Not yet. No She kids. lucky. She lucky. She lucky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. She's talking about going to classes and all and, and doing all that. But I guess she loved uh, that nigga. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She loved this person, whoever she's with. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's it's clear. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna take the bill for him. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta realize if you're gonna be with this person, you're gonna only have to you're gonna always have to take the bill. Shit. That's yeah. just how it's gonna be. Shit. That's how it's gonna be. You are y'all however you start is how it's how you're gonna finish. Shit. Now if I start by bringing you roses. We gonna end up with a good relationship. We gonna, I might, you might be there all the way until I die. But if I start off a whole ass nigga and <laughs> another, my phone ringing, another female calling it. That's how we gonna end. I'm gonna end. It's gonna be female steady calling my damn phone. It's gonna be some player shit all the time. You see what I'm saying? You gotta come in clean 
and then you gotta. That's how you gotta be. You know what I'm saying? And exactly with her situation, man, you just need to find you somebody who who who's responsible. Shit, that nigga ain't responsible. He gonna pay his damn phone bill. His damn he gonna go buy some J's. On the electric bill. Oh, the money. electric bill, man. Come on, man. Now, if y'all had some kids, what if y'all had some kids? Yeah. Man, come on, man. That's irresponsible. I don't care how old you is. I don't care if you're in your 20s or not. I never thought like that. You right. Know what I'm I never thought like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never bought something material over something that I had to do. Yeah, definitely. I'm, a, I'm one man. I take care of me. I halfway take care of my son because I go half with my, my baby mother. And I take care of my mother. So I got a lot of responsibilities. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what you need. You need a man with responsibilities already. He already responsible. Nigga, you ain't got no responsibilities. He ain't gonna know how to take care of you, nigga. Shit, please. Yeah. Go fuck around, be broke. <laughs> well, all right then, baby girl. You heard it. So either I'll either you leave him and spare yourself all of the brokenness that you are going to experience, or you accept it and don't complain about it. Right? I mean, you just like, oh, this is life, and that's it. And that's and don't bring it up, because you knew what you were getting into. Man, they already know it. You know, a lot of these women, they be doing it to themselves, though. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how a man with money could be, though. A man with money who got his shit together kind of controlling. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We want to control situation. That's how we able to save money and do those things, because we controlling situations. Controlling shit, you know. When you controlling shit, you got your eye on shit. And I know men could be kind of controlling when they controlling shit. You know what I'm saying? I know these the new age women don't like to be controlled that much. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but they want to be taken care of, though. They want to be taken care of, yeah. but they don't like to be controlled. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And that's where that's why that's why they get in some situations with those type of niggas where they, they can kind of control a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I can control <laughs> this nigga a little bit because, you know, he ain't got his shit all the way together. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a, I, he ain't going to talk to me crazy. <laughs> no. He ain't going to tell me what to do. <laughs> no. Shit. And that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So that's what they be looking for. But then when they get into it, they, ain't, they know that's not what they really want. Shit. They really want a man that's going to take control. Shit. That's going to fucking do the, the man shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's be the problem. And, you know, some of these women be kind of insecure with themselves. They feel like they can't have a nigga who's taking care of everything. They feel like they they supposed to be with this broke ass nigga. And that's yeah. a, that's your mind right there. That I can't help you right there. You gotta go look in the mirror and talk to God and, and know that you deserve better than this bullshit. Cause I know I deserve the best, the world. I'm not finna settle for for less. Well, all right then. <laughs> I think that's positive. So we gonna end it right there. But real quick, I want you to. You know, uh, put out where people can find you, your social media, your YouTube, whatever, just so they know, you know, oh, we can go here and hey, You can and check me out on Instagram at um, Trackstar North. That's Trackstar, N-A-W-F. And uh, you can check my clothing line out at um, 486clothing.co at Instagram. Um, and uh, you can check my YouTube out as uh, youtube.com forward slash Trackstar Music. And you can see everything that I've created there, you know. And it's going down, baby. Awesome. All right. Well, again, thank you so much uh, for coming on the Link of Society. No, it's all good. It was a pleasure. I, I had fun, man. Cool, cool. Yeah, all right. Um, well, this is Lauren Rise, and I'm signing out. But we'll be back with y'all next week. Holla. Hi. Yo, what up? What's going on? What up? What up? You've just listened to another episode of The Link of Society. Yeah. This is how we do Be sure to stay connected with us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes Podcast.